BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe because when BS is popping, we pop off. MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us the stupid and we mock them. Oh, so wonderfully, so deliciously. You know, we had an ethical conversation before we even started about, should we do some of these idiots? We're going to talk about it. This is a conversation that may be long overdue. It may be long overdue. but To have it with you. All yes. of you, I mean. Yeah, with you, because we it's have a constant struggle. It's a constant struggle. Constant, 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 constant. Thank you for listening to us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media. Please support all the wonderful, fantastic podcasts on both of those networks. But especially this one. Especially this one. Especially this one. <laughs> but all of them. You yeah. can download, rate, review all the podcasts. It really does help. And what really is helpful is if you tell people about this podcast mm-hmm. and the other podcasts that we're uh, amazing in this amazing progressive community that we're in. Like, let people know where they can go to get this. And because, or, you know, if they leave their phone long enough, just sign them up. And, yeah. and you know... <laughs> like either just or. you know either like, or either or we don't need to cons- we don't need the attention to be sincere is i think what we're saying 
And speaking of support, we want to thank everyone who has become a supporter of this podcast through Patreon. You are literally keeping the lights on and food in our mouths. We really, truly appreciate you. No, absolutely. There, the, we, we seem to be stuck in a very, um, I don't know, there's confusion about paying people <laughs> right now. And it's <laughs> it's very, very People are really confused about giving us money, aren't they? Very confused about it. So we thank you for not being. Yes, we appreciate um, it. And if you have, and we understand times are tough, so please do not, do not put yourself through it if right now is not the time for you, because we understand, believe me, we understand. Yes, we do. And to say thank you, we give you three micro idiots every week. Oh, what right. did they get, Angela? Three, three. I said three micro idiots. <laughs> that is, and I'm gonna tell you about the micro idiots. There are hundreds of them banked, right? Yeah. yeah. So you become a Patreon, you have all the gratitude that we can muster. And let me tell you something, they are worth it. They are worth it. You may not know, we, we try to be a little cleaner on this one. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We make an effort. On, this is our clean one. We make podcast. an effort. This is the clean one. This is the clean um, So, <laughs> not that it's all vulgar or something, but maybe it's tad more out the box, shall we say? It's just a little bit. You know what you get with the micro idiots? You get more background stories and stuff. Right. Even if it's information we've completely made up, it <laughs> is there. <laughs> Everything you hear you hear here is absolutely true unless we made it up. Unless we made it up. Uh, also, you can get a cameo from us, a specialized video, wishing uh, your uh, happy Mother's Day, happy Father's Day, happy Arbor Day, whatever you've got coming up. Yeah, or I quit, get out my house, give me my shit back, whatever. Whatever you need. <laughs> Go to cameo and we can do that for you there. And you've probably noticed that we have had a uh, release date changing. Um, uh, Idiot of the Week comes out now every Monday, and the final word comes out every Friday. So make sure that uh, you're up to date on both of those. Yeah, it helps us be up to date on the news because we're always we're recording on the day where a lot of news drops. So we had to yeah. change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And always catch us every Friday morning on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the. Black Power Hour. Which happens, what happens? That's where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller. And inexplicably, there are really attractive black men biking. Yes. I, you, I can't explain it, you have to just listen. You just have to listen. You just have to listen with your eyes. Eyes and ears <laughs> and go free speech TV, you can watch. Yes, 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 yes. All right, let's go. Okay. Let me just start with this morning. <laughs> For anyone who is triggered by any number of issues, let me explain to you, this may not be the podcast for you. But this is a decision we just came to, which is we are going to stop making a certain level of taste decisions about some of the submissions. Because in the past, sometimes, because you, and you'll see, we'll, I'll, we'll warn you when we get to them, where there's a, there is a significant, if not compelling, moral argument to not do these stories. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. But we have decided that, but often a lot of people will have sent them in, right? right. And that, that also feels like we shouldn't ignore that. Yes. You know? Yes. So here we go. Uh, this is not one of those stories. 
This is from Salvatore A. Thank you for the picture of the baby. Kiss the baby for me. He is getting oh, huge. We, cutest baby. Let me tell you oh some baby God. pictures and pet pictures and babies with pets. Please send them. Please, 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 please. Marilyn Mann with 124 snakes in his house died of what, Angela? This is going to shock you, girl. A <laughs> snake bite. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? You didn't see that coming. I, let me tell you something. I saw it coming. He didn't see it coming. I, I, I really thought, oh, oh diabetes, uh, <laughs> car accident, uh, uh, COVID. No, no, <laughs> no. 124 snakes, 49 years old, mm-hmm. 49. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they use a word that I had not heard before in this headline too. 49 year old Pomfret man's death co- was caused by accidental. I'd like to flag the use of the word accidental mm-hmm. snake envenomation in. I had to look it up just to make sure it wasn't something else, but envenomation is just bite. Like it's just the yeah. venom. It's just, an, yeah. it's a fancy way to say this, the, the venom. Yeah, just, I don't know why. You, right. But my thing was, oh, maybe that's something that wasn't from a snake bite. Like maybe it's from handling or maybe he was doing something, you know, some people have beliefs, whether or not, I don't know if they're true, I think they're not, but that snake venom can be used medicinally in some way. So maybe sure. this was from gathering venom. Like, and mm-hmm. then I was like, no, 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 it's just from when they bite you in the venom, like what they do. Yep. Um, uh, David Riston. Authorities, let's say this though. Authorities hmm. previously said they did not think a bite killed him. I would like to take a moment to talk about who the authorities are because what kind of authority sees a man with 124 venomous snakes dead and all the snakes sitting there like one me? <laughs> one me? Uh, uh, yo, yo, Mr. Policeman, that, that well, shit wasn't me. I was over here snaking. I don't know what he was doing. I was over here doing my snake and he was, I don't know what he was doing and he did. You don't, because to me, that is the first thing. You know, the first, first. Like, I don't understand. The first, like, the, and I'm, I'm just gonna say this, like, I remember years ago, Francis didn't feel real, didn't feel well for several days. And we went, she finally went into the hospital because it got, you felt really bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to you and you being like, they haven't checked they hadn't checked you for diabetes yeah and i was like we are black women of a certain age of like really seriously that's one of the first things that you should be checking like given both where we both are in our lives and at that point where we were health wise like and it just so to me when you walk into a house with 124 fucking venomous snakes and you go this man is dead we can't it's we don't think it's the same i I don't know what to do with that we're gonna have to investigate we're gonna have to investigate is is it a gas leak (laughs) Well, David Riston, 49, died of snake envenomation. All right, his death was ruled accidental. When Riston was discovered during a welfare check, authorities downplayed the possibility that he was killed by one of the 124 snakes. Like, why downplay it? Do we want other people? I don't know. Like th- to me, this sounds like there's there's a traitor here. Thank you. Somebody's a Nagini loving snake cabal like spy. Yes, yes. Okay. Because I bet you somebody speaks parcel to tongue or parcel- whatever the fuck. Yeah, you go. It's parcel tongue. You're right. Parcel tongue. That's right. Yeah. Uh, because that is some BS. Um, essentially, also the the 
Charles County spokesperson, Jennifer Harris, said, quote, nobody seemed to be aware that he was harboring snakes inside the home. Well, let me tell you what I'm not going to do post his death is let you know that I knew there were 124 snakes in that house. Yeah. I'm not, if I knew, also, I wouldn't, nobody comes in that house. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't, you can't have people over. No. No, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't the Kool-Aid house. This ain't the Kool-Aid crib. They were saying no. also that some of those snakes found in meticulously, this is what I, I love this, yes. found in meticulously kept cages throughout his home were exotic and illegal. I, you know what? Let me tell you mm-hmm. something. I, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I, I hope his last thought was, et tu, brute? <laughs> because here's a man I have cared for you who, who is taking meticulous care of all that right. which means that he wasn't just you know I've known some animal hoarders right right no he's this they they go out of their way to make it clear this these animals were not being abused in any way That's he wasn't right. legal to have a bunch of them but he was not he was quote I mean they really do go out of their way in this article which again makes me wonder about I do question who wrote this yeah yeah, I, I feel like it's a friend of his, <laughs> like, or like his sister or somebody, because they are really reluctant to critique him on any level. Because in my opinion, it, you know, first of all, there's a reason why these are illegal to keep. It's not mm-hmm. just they're being mean. You know, it's not like it's a bunny and the government's like, ha ha, we won't let you have bunny love. Right, these are right, venomous right. snakes. There's a reason why. And, and you learned, I don't know why, if you're, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. you just he, are. He had rattlesnakes. He had cobras. He had black mambas. If you are a fan of Kill Bill, mm-hmm. you know you know what a black mamba is, okay? The, one of the most deadly on the planet. <laughs> yes. And a 14-foot-long Burmese python. Now, one of them is suspected of killing Riston. What I love is, is that... Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're all suspects it's like it's like a agatha christie novel like we went to the country what are you gonna do take all these snakes to a country manor and figure out which one did it yeah like they act like there's an investigation that's gonna happen here and they're not just gonna round up all the snakes and get rid of them like yeah. i mean because uh, my thing is i i really my guess is that they're going to kill all these snakes right they will dispose of them unfortunately yeah because but and, and and but this is the thing I have to say I need to address the use of the word accidental. Yeah, is it an accident when you surround yourself with poisonous snakes and you get bit by one? No, is it's that not an, an accident. accident. The, I I, that sounds that. to me like a, a fulfillment. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> me. Pure nothing but fulfillment. Next it's up, a fulfillment. This is sent to us from Donnie J and Donna Z. Woman who cited sugar daddy to get out of Nicholas Cruz sentencing jury receives $8,000 a month from said sugar daddy. A possible juror in the Nicholas Cruz sentencing trial left circuit judge Elizabeth Shearer baffled after appealing to the needs of her sugar daddy to justify skipping out on the trial. Let me tell you something. Huzzah to this woman. (laughs) Because we have all, we have all yeah. set up there and tried to figure out how the hell we going to get out of jury duty. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I think, I think, you know, if we have this audio, it's going to be put right here. Mm-hmm. So you said that the July 
There's dates in, in, in July that you're not available. What are July those dates? July 7th, July 4th, which is closed, and July 18th. But then again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but well, we'll I'm married and I have my, my sugar daddy. Okay. And I see him every day. All right, ma'am, we'll come back to you, okay? Thank you. To continue. <laughs> <laughs> the Nicholas Cruz case, if you're not aware, is the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shoot Parkland shooting. Yeah. And and, the, and put that aside because that is uh, horrific. deeply horrific. And it isn't it, it actually what's important here to understand is that that's why you're hearing about this, because it's a high profile case. But and so to get out of jury duty on this kind of case. But the, I, I have to go with I'm going to tell you something. I actually do think it's reasonable that she got out of jury duty not because of the reason not because of her excuse is valid because the mm -hmm. excuse is quite frankly your honor i get eight thousand dollars a month from my sugar daddy and if i can't and i have to see him every day for that which is only reasonable right so and i'm married to another person yes that was the that let me tell you let me tell you you stone cold pimp and you're like not only do i have a man i'm married to but like mm -hmm. this other man, I got, let me tell you something. My hands are full, Judge. And the reason we have this, because like, like I said, it's a high profile case. So there were car cameras in this, like, so the reality, the judge, and I don't know if they teach not reacting at judge school, <laughs> because I had to tip my hat to this judge or tip my robe because homegirl did not do what I would have done. Be like, wait, hold up. What did you, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I need to hear this again. Wait. Court, court, Sicily, look up, Sicily girl, listen to what she said. What did you just say? Your sugar say, daddy? Uh, we, sugar that would have derailed the entire day in my court. Yeah. Totally derailed it. I'd be like, before we move on, you're going to teach us, a, I want your TED talk on having a sugar daddy. <laughs> Go. <laughs> like, because it seems like from what this woman said, everybody's aware of this arrangement in inside of it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like, because this if it was a secret to her husband, then she's going to be on Idiot of the Week next week when yeah. we find out that he didn't know about the sugar daddy. But it seems like, this is a quote, I have a sugar daddy and I'm married and I have a husband. Just like, she just said it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the judge was like, hey, well, judge looking down, because it just, you know, you get excuses, judge, and the judge looks up and goes, wait, what? Um, you said, well, you have a what? First of all, let me clarify myself. July 2nd is my birthday. Now, what I love about, I love so many things about this woman, but in typical, like, TV court way, she starts from, the nowhere near the excuse. Right? No. We're not at sugar daddy, which was the thing she said is the problem. We're at her birthday. Yes, which like, which I love is important is a fact and a factor. July fourth is is her son's, I guess, birthday, and the eighteenth is her other son's mm -hmm. birthday. Mm -hmm. The way that she puts that makes me want makes me wonder if she has any sons. Yeah, because when you say my son and my other son. Like, it's just sort of the way she says it is weird. All right, but anyway, and then she said, and I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. So what she's basically throwing at you is, I have all these complications. Number one, these are three national holidays, birthdays. Yes. Number two, you know, so hello. Um, also, I have a sugar daddy who I have to see every, every day. And before you critique it, I get $8,000 from that. That's, <laughs> that's my income. Yeah. Now, so. jury duty means you don't go to work for everybody. Yep. Right. So if you work during the day, so the, the judge is only really was like, I'm sorry. That's, and then it just the judge was confused, but never did the thing that I would have done, which is the full on either admiration. There would be judgment mm -hmm. as a judge, especially. 
Yes, I, I, I just love, I, and I love that this is a quote from the uh, former state prosecutor. He goes, uh, "Florida cl court clerks are going to have to add the sugar daddy exception to jury service." People are saying it's the best excuse they've ever heard. I ain't mad at her because also I believe her. Like, yes. <laughs> I believe her. I don't know about the eight grand, but I believe that she does have these relationships. <laughs> yes. I just she, let me tell you something. My girl went and she she dropped down on her knees and asked for pity from the court. Okay, she that's got a right, situation. Yeah. All right, that's and right. that the judge has to understand that she got a situation. She got sugar daddy. She got bills to pay. She got birthdays coming. I mean, I can't be doing this. And I'm gonna tell you, I think the judge was right to excuse her because not because of the excuse, because I don't think it was because of the sugar daddy. I think it was because this person is crazy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the judge went, this is a hard trial. It's an important trial. Yeah. It's going to have everybody looking at it. Not that every, I'm not accusing anyway. Am I saying this judge wouldn't care if it wasn't, you know, highly publicized, but it will be. If this is a person who has all of these things going on, all of that is a distraction. Yeah. Because see, as a, as a fellow juror, I'm already, all I want to do is talk to her. I'm like, I need to find, I want to hear about like and we need to be focused on this and not yeah. on the you know subplot to her like daytime drama or whatever it is so i think it was smart to get rid of somebody who quite clearly was going to be a problem because if she will say that then this is a bitch who in the middle of court will raise her hand and be like i have a question where'd you get that purse like you know what i mean like you don't know what she's going to do totally i think this was a mental health release Totally. We'll be right back after these messages. If you like incisive analysis and news with swearing, and who doesn't fucking like that, then you've got to listen to The Daily Beans. Hosted by Allison Gill, a veteran and former federal employee who was fired by the Trump administration for speaking truth to power. Shocking, I know. And co-hosted by activist and comedian Dana Goldberg, and featuring the voice of Shira on Netflix, Amy Carrero, Join this binder full of women every weekday, curating the news from the left with appropriate fucking profanity. That's The Daily Beans every weekday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Okay, this is from, I love Robert M. Uh, Jangela, formerly known as John from Boston, <laughs> the Wasp Commander, Brian M. and Evan S. This is the story, this is one of the stories that we had a conversation about whether or not to do it. So if you are triggered in any way by gun violence, this is not, tune out for a few minutes. Yes. Uh, but, okay, you, should we just say the headline or do you want to? Yes, yeah. I'll say the headline. One killed after teens take turns shooting each other wearing body armor. Okay, so... As many of you, if you've been a long time listener of Idiot of the Week, you will know we stopped. We, at some point, we used to not do children. No, we didn't. Right? Because we thought it was wrong. But then we got hardened by <laughs> years and years and years of stupid. Yeah, we did. And then we realized if you follow Stupid Child Home, you find stupid parents. And that we no longer, so we stopped child protections. Okay. 
then but then we still have had certain things that like when you get to the end of the story if it's really like like we get a lot of times you know a lot of stories about like people stealing food and yeah. the reality is sometimes it's the food item itself is funny and so i know that's why people put it in but when you actually if you finish reading the story what you find out is the person's hungry you know like it's, it's hungry, like it yeah. isn't it isn't funny yeah. and here's the thing one is child children is dead right go and kill so that's not funny that's the, not what funny. happened is not funny but what but they did is stupid and they got to go in the stupid pile they're so fucking dumb francis could not this was this was a, this was a lot in the sand for her and i have to say i just i don't disagree because dude Dude, what is the one thing we know will happen when you point a gun at somebody and pull the, a loaded gun and pull the trigger? They will get shot. So there's a high probability, number one, you're going to get shot, and there's a high probability that person is going to die. One teenager is dead after at least two teens, and I think there was like three of them doing it, took turns shooting at each other while wearing body armor. First of all, how they get the gun, how they get the body how they get armor. The body armor. Yep. And the thing is, these are 16 year olds. So they're not children, children. They're children. Yes. Don't get me wrong. They're children, but they aren't little children. Right. They, these are children who can drive. Right. Yeah. Um, and one of them was, in fact, I think, was one of them 18? Or no, it doesn't say um, one was 17. 17. Um, but they're, they're saying because <laughs> this is amazing to me. The medical examiner's office said the cause of one, you know, this child's death was a single gunshot wound to the chest and the manner of death manner of death was listed as homicide yeah because that's what happened um you can't even why even go for okay i've never understood the let's see if the body armor works thing because the idea of body armor is that if you're right up in front of somebody i don't know how much kevlar can actually do like yeah. if the gun is right like it's not like they were that's really useful when you're bobbing and weaving and evading you know, or hiding behind something or whatever, but just standing directly in front of the gun, I don't know how effective any body armor is actually going to be. On top of which, why do we go for an area that you're going to die? Yes. Well, well you shouldn't be doing it at all. Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't be doing it at all. Well, you know what? And this is the thing that, that kills me. There's, a, there's a, a young man being charged with homicide right now because mm -hmm. everybody thought it was a good idea. More than one person thought it was a good idea to point a gun at each other and shoot it for fun to see what happened. I'm going to tell you something. He's not that right now. The only thing that they're facing charges for is providing false information to law enforcement, because of course they lied about what happened. Yeah. Um, when, when caught, in fact, which tells me that these are, these are white children. Yeah. Um, but, um, like I, people i need to hear who owns these guns who are these people's parents and they need to be charged with yep. some form of manslaughter or, or homicide because the reality is these children should never have had access to any of these things i don't know how and when they got it and you're, you're fucking idiots yeah and idiot. i don't i mean let i cannot there's no I don't understand Francis, because there's no experiment here we know what happens when bullets enter bodies we don't need to experiment with it let me tell you something. If I was this kid who died's parents, I would dig him up and kill him again. And for being <laughs> stupid. Okay. I would. Okay. That's Francis before anybody pisses on me. I'd be like, what the hell? I will, I, I swear. That, that's what my mama used to say. I, I'll yeah. dig your ass up. You do some stupid shit. I'm wondering, and this is, I don't, I don't think there's anything that could make you feel better about losing your child, but I do wonder if you go, 
how do you process that grief wise? Because I know a woman who lost a child guns, children playing with guns, but these were children, children, they were very young. And again, they were some neighbor had, you know, didn't secure their guns and it was an accident. These kids sat up and organized this. Yep. They did it on purpose, which also makes me wonder about was this an elaborate plot to kill that one friend? Right. Because you never know. You know what I mean? Like talk him into putting on the Kevlar or whatever it is, the vest, the body armor, and then shoot him. And then maybe they didn't think that they would actually kill him, but maybe they just hurt him or maybe they did. All I know is, as we discussed before this podcast, over the last, when we were recording this, we've just come out of, um, and you will hear it like a week later than this, I think. Mm-hmm. It seems like the country is going out of its way to shoot each other right yeah. now. We've lost our minds. There were a ton of what they call mass shootings, more than one per, you know, over the le- over the week and weekend. And it just it's amazing to me and baffling about this this amazing rise in gun violence. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our that was our triggering story, but we, you know, a bunch of people sent it to us. So we oh, and I have to it. tell you it is fucking stupid dude and if they were if they were adults we wouldn't hesitate to put them in you know even dead or not i can't you know you know how we roll at this point but we have been hardened and clearly we are not making the impact that we need to in the stupid community oh clearly we're not because this next story lets us know Uh, this is sent to us from donnie j jeff y and cynthia b thank you very much and i know when i go into email other people have sent it since i guarantee it guarantee Because the headline alone. (laughs) Man almost loses penis after matted pubic hair cuts off circulation. Yes, I'm going to say it again. Man almost loses penis after matted pubic hair cuts off circulation. Now you're going to ask, you ask yourself right now, well, Francis, how? Francis, how? How how, how, how that happen? Well, we're going to tell you how that happened. Okay. Okay. Apparently and disturbingly, they have a name for this. It's called hair tourniquet syndrome. I would like to flag and and lodge a complaint about the use of the word syndrome. Totally. Syndrome makes it sound like it's something that's not, that that may not be avoidable. You know, like, (laughs) oh, I caught a syndrome. I got a syndrome. No, what you have is a crazy and a wrong. That's not a syndrome. Like, okay. It's okay. the, what happens is hair or thread becomes tightly tangled around the genitals, fingers, and other extremities, generally affecting children. Because that's who it. If anybody's gonna fuck up like this, you should be really little and young. Yeah. The affliction can cut off the blood flow, requiring patients to undergo surgery, even amputation. A 57-year-old man who 57 who was reportedly uncircumcised had reported to a family doctor after suffering extreme pain and swelling in his glands for two weeks. However, medics didn't notice the culprit as they didn't check, quote unquote, under the hood, thereby allowing his symptoms to get worse, right? They put him on steroids, that failed to relieve his agony. And okay, so, can I just say this, the, the, the level of carefulness around how they talk about this, yes. when the headline is man almost loses penis after matted pubic hair cuts off circulation, <laughs> you don't have to spare me saying they didn't check out his penis. Like, just say they didn't, because there's all these euphemisms, like they didn't look under the hood. They didn't look at his dick. No, just they didn't. Say, 
they didn't take a peek at his prick. Just say it. Okay. <laughs> we are well beyond protecting me from anything. When the headline says, let me tell you the phrase I never want to hear again, matted pubic hair. That Ooh. is a horrible, horrible. Okay. And, 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 okay. So what happened was after the examine an, an examination of the foreskin revealed the source of his pain to be a quote, complex hair tourniquet of short matted hairs that had horrifyingly encircled the area beneath the glands like a miniature choker. Okay. Let me tell you, and I'm going to throw a complaint about the use of the word encircled. <laughs> right? Because they are giving agency to the pubic hair. Yes, they are. Like it migrated they... on its own. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Like the pubic hair, how dare it? Wait, you know what we should do? Let's mat up around this fool's dick. Let's do it. Y'all women. No, it, nah, he, I don't feel like he, he respects his penis. Let's show him. Let's tangle it up. No, they didn't encircle. It was allowed to become matted, which means it wasn't being um, properly Please. cleaned. And that, that is, that is, I, because, <laughs> what it said, which is, okay, what we're saying is, you gotta peel that shit back and rinse it off. Okay, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta run, you gotta run a water flow through there, water pick, some, some. I don't care if you spit on it. I don't care, I don't but care. you gotta wet it down care. and clean it. Maybe run your fingers through it occasionally. Expose <laughs> it to the to the, the winds. I, mean, I don't know. But, I don't know. <laughs> but if you can grow a dreadlock around your fucking mm -hmm. dick. The head of your dick. That's that, that you got issue that is constricting it down to one one centimeter. And then they this sentence bothers me. Experts believe that the freak accident was caused by the man neglecting to clean the region properly. First of all, freak does belong there, but accident. <laughs> we gotta stop using it. I objected to it earlier. We are overusing and abusing the word accident a lot. Okay, yeah. clean yeah. your dick. Clean. I don't know how else. I, didn't, I know I'm not a parent. <laughs> okay, know. you have a daughter. Yeah. And I don't know if Tom, your husband's very up to upright and very polite. So I don't know that we can ask him. But I need to know, do y'all talk to your sons about cleaning their dick? Because... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I have met people with, you know, who still have their foreskin, that is a very, like, you got to be scrupulous. Okay. You've but got can to... I just say that the pubic hair is not a part of the foreskin? Well, also it ain't nowhere near the foreskin. That's my problem here. <laughs> let's not blame the let's not blame the procedure or lack of procedure. <laughs> Again, we're giving agency to the foreskin before blaming fucking the 57-year-old who ain't been washing his dick right. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not even asking you to, to escape the area. That is how if you want to be long and luscious and breck girl waving mm -hmm. in the wind pubic hair that is your choice yeah however when your choices start to involve the medical community <laughs> you have got to change them okay yeah. and what i'm telling you is when this motherfucker came out of this procedure he would have no kind of pubic hair mm -hmm. and i would be like and we will be sending a state official with a dull razor <laughs> to your house once a month 
to shave your dick area unless you prove to us that we don't need to do it because you're not going to take up we got covid right now you're going to take up no more people's time no more doctors or nurses time with your dirty dick syndrome you're not going to do that okay okay dirty baby dick. we should have warned you you know what oh, i'm realizing here comes dirty dick here he comes don't you be coming we should have warned you about the story at the top. It's a little late for me to do it now, but if <laughs> this is not a story for everyone, maybe. But the reason it's here, the reason it's here is because if right now you're not so sure about what's going on in your area, when you're done listening to this podcast and rating it with a perfect score, I need you to go check that out and make some adjustments. I need needed. you to go rinse off. I need the very <laughs> I mean, I you'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised what a simple rinse you know can do. I don't care if you got your four so. or not. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I just need, you know what? I don't care. I don't care who you are. Right now, if you have a penis. <laughs> Everybody will wait. We'll wait. I need you to get up <laughs> and go rinse your dick off. All right? Because I care about you. Just rinse it up. I and, and and I need, I don't like the use of the word, like I said, in a circle. No, this fool has not, how long does it take for you to have <laughs> not washed your dick for your pubic hair to in, get all around your dick, cut off the circulation to the point where you're in constant pain so that you go to the hospital and go through over a month of care before they actually do look at your dick to figure out what the problem is. How long did he, did this go on for? And also, let me also say this too, Okay. This is not the hospital's fault. Nobody nope. thinks nobody thinks that you have got a dreadlock around your dick well, on you the inside. What? And I think yet again, here we've run into another case. I think it is time that and you should call your your state representatives. I think it's time that list, that anybody who works in an ER should have to listen to Idiot of the Week. Absolutely. It's time for that legislation. Because if they listen, they would know the first, the first, we established this many, many podcasts ago. Yep. The first thing that you should ask when somebody comes in with abdominal pain of any sort is, is there anything that you put up your dick or your, or your, or your vestibule? Yeah. Ever. That ever. you have not gotten back. I just, <laughs> that's, I don't need your name. I don't need your insurance card. I don't need, you say you got abdominal pain. First question. Second question. Have you washed your dick? Totally. Have you washed the area in the last year? <laughs> like whatever. Ever. Has what? it seen moisture? Okay. Has it seen moisture? And then we move on to blood type, address, whatever. Yeah, but those are the first two questions from now on. Yes. Let's review. We got the Maryland man with 124 snakes in his house who died of guess what? A snake bite. I can't. I can't. Then we have the woman who got a jury duty because she has a sugar daddy. Yeah. Has needs. We got one teen killed after taking turns shooting each other wearing body armor. And then we got the man with a dirty dick um, <laughs> who let his hair the biggest choke off idiot. the life of his penis. This is this is hard. I, I I'm going to say off the bat, who you got? I'm going with the Maryland man with 124 snakes in his house. Who that's died a, that's of where I'm going to. That's where I'm going to. Why? Why? I am going there because if you don't think that, if you don't know and understand when you have 124 venomous snakes in your house, exactly how you're going to die, you're an idiot. If you me, think mm-hmm. that you're going to survive it, you're going mm-hmm. to survive taking care of all of these venomous snakes. You're stupid. 
Let me tell you something, Francis. Not only do I agree with you, but I'm going to go out on this line and say, if you have won, then a mistake. <laughs> legal or illegal in your house. I'm, I'm wondering, are all venom mistakes illegal to keep as pets? I'm, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But what I do know is if you've got one in your house and we do welfare check and you're dead, I'm writing, I'm writing snake bite way before they've touched the body. Like, I, like, seriously, like, Francis, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country that if you walked up to a train track and there was a person under the train, squished under the train and all body parts all stuck to the train, you didn't go, okay, maybe he has a heart problem. <laughs> okay. There was a time in this country where we allowed input from our eyes and our brain to connect and draw conclusions. There was a time. There was a time. Angela, there was a time in this country that if you were putting on body armor, it was to uh, specifically to avoid getting shot. Oh, preach, hallelujah, thank you. There was a time, Fritz, there was a time in this country when you went into jury duty you knew you were going to be on that journey, right? <laughs> Who knew that the path out of it was through the sugar daddy? Who knew? And yet again, here's another reason. Here's just yet, if we needed another reason, people, yet another reason that we should all go get sugar daddies. Yes, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela B. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.